This podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, and will contain me fully dressed just for a short period. Please, no, I don't, I'm not, not even going to do the intro. I need to know, what, why would you possibly take your clothes off? I've got a couple of days in my pants. Oh, right, okay. I've got a couple of days off work. Right. Just sit in my pants watching films. Right, not tonight. I, I don't want to see. No, that's why I put them on. Just Right, okay, I gotcha. just I put them on while I come out the house into here and okay. record. And okay, gotcha. Back into my pants. I'm glad we cleared that up. <laughs> I mean, I was halfway out the door. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 113 of Movie Drone. I'm Steve. And I'm Mick. <laughs> Go on. Has it caught on? Has it caught on? Apparently so. Has it? has been a couple of tweets. Oh, hi, Steve and Mick. <laughs> I was hoping it was going to... Oh, I'm so glad that's caught on. <laughs> Terrific. <laughs> that was the end game. Yeah. You know that. So how have you been then, mate? All right? I've been all right, mate. Yeah. I've been all right. I've had some good news this week. What? Dog blankets have taken off. Oh, right. Okay. Got a Big old stash now. Yeah, big old stash oh, building good. up. Oh, good. I know she doesn't listen to any of them, but thanks to Leana, she sent some through. Right. We've had some others turn up. Got okay. a big old stash. Oh, good. Um, and then, yeah, I've had, had day one of two days in my pants today. Oh, you've been off today? Been off today. Oh, have you? Yeah, went down for a fry-up this morning. Right. Nice okay. big fry-up down right. the thing. Um, decided to eat a big fry-up, and then I had a home visit from an osteopath earlier. Right. Who decided he was I thought gonna... he was going to say, not care in the community. No, <laughs> no he decided he was going to start bending me around and jiggling me around, and I'm thinking, I've got a full fry-up in there, mate. <laughs> Calm down a little bit. Um, did learn something interesting from him, though. Right. Apparently, the average male human head weighs about 18 pounds. <laughs> So yours would be about six. <laughs> Do you reckon that much? Maybe. With the hair at the moment. The hair, I haven't yeah. cut the hair at the moment. Yeah, so. five and a half, six pounds. <laughs> but yeah, average about 18 pounds. Does it? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. How can you measure red? Do you reckon, can I lay on? I'm on my side and lay my head on some scales. Do you reckon that will give you them? You might have to get them sensitive scales. Huh? <laughs> Little pocket ones. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he was fiddling around my head, bending my legs up. In sort of weird positions and all sorts. Oh, sounds terrific. Yeah. Sounds like you're something that you'd enjoy, mate, yeah. to be honest. And then, yeah, and then I've sat in my pants for the rest of the day watching oh, yeah. films. Have you? Yeah. It's a bit cold to be sitting in your pants. It's turned, isn't it? Turned a bit nippy. Depends if you, you, know, you can have a blanket. There's oh. no rules against the blanket. Oh, you've been under the blanket. Oh, I've been under the blanket. Mm. had a nap and everything. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> How have you been, mate? I've not been not too bad, mate. I mean, yeah. obviously, it's uh, we're late. We're late. I mean, I, let's just do this. This is the next section. This is the section that I like to call Mark's Gone Rogue. Yeah. Again, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Fun, isn't it? it is, is it? Free balling. <laughs> I just dread, right? I dread. I got a, a message a little while ago. Oh, I've sorted something out. I've sorted something out. All oh, right, okay. That's, I won't say what it is. It's um, something that will become apparent in the next few weeks. Uh, might just be a bit of a problem, yeah. Time zone again, yeah? Yeah. So, uh, so what, is it Thursday night? Not yeah. even a Friday this yeah. week. Uh, and uh, yeah, we've we've got to stay up till 
about two, three o'clock in the morning yeah. getting this done. So brilliant. Thanks for that, mate. You're yeah. welcome, I'm mate. really pleased. I mean, I've been up since 2am to go to work last night, so I've yeah. had to have a little bit of a nap. And I've got to be honest, I woke up from the nap and uh, it took about two minutes to actually realise that I've got to go back out. So, uh, yeah. I do apologise, mate. Do I'm you? just trying to, you know, lighten up the podcast yeah. so it's not just two blokes going, I watch this <laughs> film. And it was all right. Just do more stupid stuff. Yeah. Just do stupid stuff. You know what I mean? Just, just. Rebowling. Yeah. Great fun. I dread waking up in the morning to see what text you've sent. Anyway, so it should all be fun in the yes, end, isn't it? It's gonna be great. Ralph's on Twitter. Ralph's on Twitter. He is, now. he's gone viral. Yeah, I mean he's not I don't mean he's actually on Twitter, that's yeah. stupid, he's a dog. The oh. account will be crap, he's not got thumbs, you know what I mean? So oh. it'd be about as interesting as my Jill's listening account. to this now and going, Oh, I could do him in his own little Insta account. <laughs> he's been on Instagram, I think. Oh yeah, but he could have his own account. Yeah, he could do. I mean I don't think he's gonna, but uh, I don't even know if we keep him, to be honest, a bit of a pain. <laughs> yeah, still but yeah, he's on there. He's on yeah. there, so uh, so yeah. Just to get a bit of traffic coming through, as I said, dog picture always yeah. good for a, a few uh, a few likes. Always stuff. good. So every time I hear my phone go, I run over. Oh, what have we got? <laughs> and someone else is like the fucking picture of the dog. <laughs> yeah. I've like twenty or whatever it is uh, now. And I'm like, I've, I've seen enough of the dog. It just looks at me every time. Lovely little dog. Thanks, mate. Little Thanks. angel is. I tell you. Um, and I'm on my holiday as well. I've got, I've got yeah. five days off. Yeah. Oh, that's oh. nice. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, so I mean, no reason to whinge and bitch about being up late because you've well, got five days off. Well, but I mean, yeah, probably sort of like editing all the stuff that you've got me to do tonight. So <laughs> that'd be nice to take up that. Well, never mind. I'm going for afternoon tea tomorrow. Oh. I'm going for a nice English afternoon tea. Anywhere nice? Uh, I don't really know. Oh, right. I don't really know. I think it's somewhere down in Canterbury. Oh, that sounds that nice. must be quite nice. Yeah. So Jam on or cream on first? Uh, I am a. I'm trying to remember. I'm a cream on first, and Jill's a jam on first. Jill's right. Uh, really? Jilly. Well, yeah, because cream's a topper. Well, I don't really know. It's not butter not for me. Not for me. No. I mean, uh, well done, Jill. There's well people in America right and Ghana choice. and stuff like that, and Turkey probably not know what we're talking about. We're talking about the Great British Scone debate, aren't we? I think the Americans call it a biscuit, don't they? They do. Yeah, they're wrong, obviously. Yeah, oh, because clearly. they use it as a savoury thing. They, but... Do they have biscuits with jelly? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But yeah, so we're talking about the great British scone with mm. its cream and its jam and how we put it on first. So yeah, I mean, I'm a cream on first. Cream I'm, on I'm first. a jam on first. Oh yeah? Yeah. Okay, the so. correct way, as I right. like to call it. I call it an idiot. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm doing that. We're on Amazon Music. I need to do that oh. this week. See, that's how I do the podcast you know yeah. what i mean gets on somewhere like a big platform and that uh, nothing that takes us up until three o'clock in the morning yeah, i'm so just sorting the content out <laughs> <you know? laughs> okay um and i broke my own world record this week five kilometer world record i think it might i don't know if it is the world your record, own world record <laughs> yeah i sort of work on my own world records okay. i don't think i'm gonna so it's good yeah good all well please done. mate all please please was that please. like two in the morning about half past three. Okay. Was, yeah, Run yeah. past any people like carrying no, a mattress down the no, road or anything? I've not seen them anymore. No. It's really weird. I don't know what happened. I'm, I mean, I'm hoping that like something really bad didn't happen just after I run past. She yeah. wasn't like a captive or something being sort of led to a shallow grave. I'm hoping that didn't happen. But I'll be honest, mate. I've been waiting around the estate dressed up in a boiler suit with a chainsaw trying to chase you around at that time of morning, but I've yeah, not seen you. Yeah, of course you fucking know. You see you getting up at that time of morning. <laughs> Jesus. No huh? chance. Huh? No, I bet not. But thank you very much, everybody, for joining us mm, um, on episode you. 113. And uh, I think you've got a few thanks, mate. I have got a list of thanks, mate. So I've got thanks to Little Nick, Better With Gravy. actually agree with that. Yeah. Everything's better with a bit of gravy. The actually, you know, I, mean, I don't have uh, sausage and mash with gravy. Do you not? No. 
Really? So I can't do it. I have oh, to have a it nice is dry mash. with gravy. Okay. If, in my opinion, okay. if curry sauce is not available. Anyway, the Eudaimonia podcast, LJ Human, Right Stuff Reviews, Forza Crowd, Fat Drunk and Stupid, Tim, Smoke and Mirrors Pod, Movie Journey, Ryan, What Should We Watch, Oco Duro, Parlay Hour, What the Trailer, Collateral Cinema, Beautiful, Launching the Pilot, and Nathan F. Thank you. So I've got some special thanks this week. People have gone that extra mile on Twitter to help us promote and to say hello and everything. So I've got Jill, Cassie, VHS Strikes Back, the lovely Miriam, Jamie Russell, Jamie Owen, Cinema Recall, Sean Panda Nicholson, Emma at the Movies, WTM Watches Movie, Mr. Positivity, Wolfie T, Reverie True Crime Podcast, Thunder Levin, The Maillard Report, Podcast HQ and Glyn. Oh, thanks, guys. All right, so thank you very much, everybody, for helping us yeah, out. Yeah, thanks with a capital F. Okay, mate, I've got a promo. Woohoo! Hello, potential listeners. My name is The Vern, and I'm the host of the Cinema Recall Podcast. On most shows, myself, along with some great guests, we will talk about a movie and then some of the most iconic moments that happened in said movie. On top of that, you'll get bonus shows where I will give you short reviews about new and classic movies, or I'll just rant and rave about something going on in the entertainment industry. So come check us out. We're available on Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, most other places. Don't forget to follow us on social media. On Twitter, we are at Cinema underscore Recall. And then on Facebook, Instagram, we are Cinema Recall Podcast. Uh, don't forget to email us your ad spots to play on future episodes. That email is cinemarecall at gmail.com. Hope to see you around, and thank you very much for listening. <laughs> You've been planning that one, have you? I, I just got it, and I just thought, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And that's the first thing that came in my head. Okay, so there's a promo for Cinema Recall. Mm. Cinema Recall recently uh, opened a Patreon. Okay. So, uh, so everyone jump on that. and uh, After you've bought some dog blankets. Yeah, yeah. But we've also been seeing uh, the Vern's been posting some stuff on those mm. with his band, isn't it? Yeah. Been good, isn't it? Drumming and singing. He was drumming and singing, yeah. yeah. So uh, I watched a bit of that and yeah. uh, I watched a video, I mean, YouTube content he's been putting out as well. Yeah. watched a video of him discussing Robocop with someone. Okay. Um, so, yeah, all good. So, um, yeah, please, everybody, listen to, and maybe you'd want to join, the Patreon for Cinema Recall. Yeah. Yeah. Okie dokie. Do right. it. Do uh, it now. Is that a good inf- No. Of what? I don't know. Uh, you thought that was Robocop or something, didn't you? What, what, no. That wasn't even relevant to what we just said. No. I good job. I just got job. excited. Going well, wasn't it? I got excited. <laughs> Told you. Making the content. Free bowling. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Mark Smith, did you, this is where you want to put your effort into. Mate, put your effort into this rather than all this uh, other stuff. This is the only bit of the podcast I've can give two shits about mate if I'm honest. <laughs> okay, it's the only reason I've turned up when I'm honest. <laughs> right, okay, so you got one, you got Mark's movie impression of you for episode hundred and thirteen? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Are you ready to, to do that said impression? Yeah, go on. Okay, yeah. right. So I this can't is... wait, mate. I'm bated breath on just like a rabbit in the thing. You got some breath, I don't think it's baited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just woken up? Huh? You just woken up? Yeah, not yeah, long. Yeah. 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 Don't bear breath. <laughs> <laughs> So this is Mark's movie impression for episode 113, and this is when Fletcher met Ray Charles. Play a game with me, Ray. Please, Ray. No, not if it's if it's segregated. Play a fucking game with me, Ray. Well, well, my mum always said there's nothing nothing wrong with talking. Oh, fuck it, though. We're like a pair of old doggies sniffing around one another's intellectual arseholes, <laughs> like a good old-fashioned cock-off. 
Well then, uh, give it to me right then. Just making sure you're paying attention. Well, well, I'm, I'm prepared to do my thing. I mean, I mean right now, tonight. Lovely. Well, it's true, ain't it? Hey, oh, mate. <laughs> That Fletcher one's quite good, mate. Yeah, yeah, is that right. Is I've not, I don't actually know the Ray Charles one. I haven't seen the movie. Nor have I. Have you not? No. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to use the line "plug out, be Ray." Right. And then I thought I've got to have someone Ray, so I was like googling. Movie. I've only just got it. Have you? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason I chose him. So I was like, movie characters called Ray. Oh. There's not that many of them. Oh, I've only just got that. <laughs> <laughs> the effort, I tell you, mate. The effort that goes in. <laughs> It's surprising. It's surprising. Yeah. But uh, yeah, sorry about that, mate. It's late, isn't it? <laughs> oh dear. I wonder why he done that yeah. one. Yeah, anyway. All right. Okay, do you want to move on then, yes, mate? Yes, mate. Okay, this is the Movie Drone Wall of Shame. There we go, Movie Drone Wall of Shame. Mm. It was your challenge last week. Who did you challenge? I challenged Paige from Reverie True Crime Pod. So we'll see if she gets off in a minute. Mm. Um, so my challenge is... It is your challenge. So I'm challenging, you know, we normally challenge uh, people if they're nice to us. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this week I've, I've gone a little bit different. Mm. Um, I'm challenging someone at work. Lovely bloke that we've got working for us, you know, mm. Genie. So I'm challenging Robin. Shakespeare. Yeah, Robin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. he's a published poet. Yes, so I imagine is. his question is going to be very literate. Um, well, we could have it in a poem, couldn't we? We can we could do. <laughs> yeah. Step up. Yeah, really yeah. Really put the, st- the pressure okay. on. Okay. I'm challenging him simply because he posted on Facebook the other day that he was watching the film Ghost and the end makes him cry every time. Oh, so you're proper yes. wall of shame in it. Yes. Okay. Sorry, mate. I am. Right. Uh, I don't see that at all. But uh, so, Robin, you are challenged for bawling at the, uh, the end of Ghost. Oh, I suppose he comes, oh, yeah, when he goes in. You yeah. do, though, don't you? So. I'll probably get a bit of motion at that bit. Do but... you? Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go then, Robin. You are challenged for for that reason. Yeah, in poetry form. In poetry form. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, okay, right, you want to move on? Yes, mate. This is the next section. This is a section that we like to call... Question time. Question time. Question time. Time for the question, question time. Question time, question time. Time for the question, question time. And there we go. So you changed page for the mm. Reverie True Crime podcast. Great podcast there. Did mm. she deliver? Of course she did, mate. Quickly as well. Mm-hmm. I think she was actually quite happy to be asked. Right, okay. So here we go. She says, my question is, have you seen the movie Badass... Badass 2, Badasses, and Badasses on the Bayou. I all star Danny Trejo and Danny Glover. If so, what's your thoughts on the three movies? And if not, will you please watch them and chat about them soon? I'm a sucker for Danny Trejo movies. And she does put a little bit on the end and says, if you haven't seen them, don't Google them and try and guess what they're about. Okay. I hadn't seen them. I hadn't. No, and I sat and watched one. Okay, I sat and watched one. Mm. I've only managed to get one in, unfortunately. I, in fairness, I've only managed to get one in. I thought I was going to get two in. Yeah. But let's find out what we thought of them, shall we? Yeah. So I, I think I can speak for both of us where we say we both love a bit of Trejo. Okay, yeah, I mean, I do. I did think that we had a bit of Trejo overload okay. for a while. Yeah. After, did I say I noticed it more after Machete? Yeah. 
because it just seemed to be in everything yeah. that seemed to pop up. But yes, I did. I mean, not I love your classic myself. actor, is he? No. He's not. He's not one of those where you think he's carrying a huge talent. No, no. Um, I mean, I love Machete yeah. probably a little bit more yeah. just because I like the claret and that. I love yeah. the, the over-the-top blood scenes and death scenes and that in yeah. Machete. This one reminded me of stuff that I've seen like, uh, you know, you get all the ones with like the rock and all that and yeah. where yeah. people are into a town. I think there's like Sylvester Stallone sort of films where yes. sort of gangsters and that are in towns and he yeah. sort of cleans house. But it reminded me of that. But yeah, all uh, all good. I did enjoy it. Yeah, I, I did actually. I mean, he's one of those, he is a scary man. <laughs> yeah. He is a scary man. There's no doubt about it. I'm definitely want to watch the rest of the series off the back of watching this one I yeah i want to great. see danny glover yeah i thought he was a great character actually i quite liked i mean it's a little bit like um sylvester salone in the expendables mm-hmm. it can be a bit embarrassing because he's a bit older yeah and some of the high kicks are yeah. not so high and yeah. stuff and it looks a bit uncomfortable but it's quite cheesy it's quite predictable but it's lots and lots of fun yeah i, I really did did you notice the basketball player when he, when he threw the basketball yes. thing, when he walked off, and yeah. it was clearly wasn't him. He just quickly put his hat over. Brilliant. It was fantastic. <laughs> um, I found it a bit weird that he was entering like gang fights, but it always stayed one-on-one fighting. Right. There weren't yeah. really any brawls. Yeah, but I mean, would you really want to kick off if you just see him? I mean, he chops down oh, three or four of them. Numbers, thing, mate. Yeah, safety in numbers, mate. Safety in numbers. He does it sort of have two or three of them. And yeah, but like, they'll wait patiently for their turn. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you would. You'd be right at the back. You wouldn't want to eat, you would. I'd You'd be run. hiding at the back. I would have run away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. yeah. Um, I found the odd job character a little bit confusing. Right. I don't know whether that was a little nod to, I mean, I've not seen a Bond with odd job in anyway, right. but I know what he looks like. Right. Um, I thought it was hilarious that he wears a bum bag, or as they like to call it, a fanny pack. A fanny pack, yeah, bum yeah. bag. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you but, prefer fanny pack or bum bag? Um, I prefer bum bag. Bum bag, because um, yeah. fanny means something slightly yeah. different over here. Have you got one? You got one, haven't you? you, oh, did, you wore, oh, didn't you wear one of the real? I No, that was a um, currency wallet. Currency wallet. Currency body wallet, that was. Was it? Uh, yeah, it sounds like <laughs> completely different. <laughs> oh dear but yeah I I mean I think they handled it quite tongue in cheek with some of the bits I think they know they're having fun with it and I really enjoyed it I I put it on thinking alright I'll sit and watch it and then I was like this is actually really good fun and I'm going to sit and watch the rest of them now yeah I mean I definitely want to see number two I want to see Danny Glover I'd love to be Danny Glover but yeah I I can say I mean I probably have not got Danny Trejo overload because I haven't watched all of the films that came up when it said with Danny Trejo I've only really watched Machete I mean he was in From Dusk Till Dawn and stuff yeah he was great he was yeah so um, because I haven't watched them I found it quite refreshing actually I did I'm really glad she raised a question because it gave me another little bank of films to watch okay. so thanks Paige okay super um, are you going to score it later on I have okay excellent right okay thank you very much Paige for that yeah and, thank uh, you yeah thanks for bringing those to our attention okay mate do you want to let everyone know how they can send us such questions if not challenged on the wall of shame uh, in your social media absolutely they can get us on Twitter or Instagram which is at movie underscore drone or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com excellent so the reason that I've got out of bed and I'm right. here at like midnight on a Thursday mm. night uh, main review time mate yes. we watched the film this week what did we watch? We watched a 
film that is currently 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb is an 18, 2 hours, 18 minutes long build as a crime drama thriller with a synopsis of sinister characters converge around a young man devoted to protecting those he loves in a post-war backwards town teeming with corruption and brutality. No numbers on this one, mate. This is directed by Antonio Campos, starring Tom Holland, Bill Skarsgård, Riley Keough, Jason Clark, Sebastian Stan, Hayley Bennett, Eliza Scanian, Mia Wastikowska, Robert Pattinson. And this was 2020's The Devil All The Time. Have you got one of your cobbled together clips? From down below, mate. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, honey. Happy birthday to you. Well, this was your daddy's. Brought back from the war. It's time to pass it on. It's the best present I ever got. Thank you. How and why people from two points on a map without even a straight line between them can be connected is at the heart of our story and knock them stiff. You ever think about how we ended up orphans living in the same house? I know what my daddy did. A reference to the devil. Oh, I thought it was a reference to the bum bag. <laughs> Currency wallet. <laughs> Pulling it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay then, mate. So we did watch a film um, on Netflix. Yes. That was a Netflix one, so that's yeah. quite good. Um, I mean, it's a bit worrying, isn't it, with all everything that's going on again. There's yeah. like a lot more cases. I wonder whether we'll have to do a lot more Netflix and remote recording and that again. It's yeah. panic buying. Can't get toilet rolls and that for love nor money. And, well, it's making yeah, me wonder, and, mate, what's going to happen... In, I don't know, because I'm assuming this was banked. Right. Now they're sort of not re- going to be releasing again at cinemas. No. Are we going to see a sudden dip in Netflix releases? Because obviously they've not been, f- I assume they're using their bank of what they've got. Yeah, we're maybe. see a sudden dip in maybe. that as well. well. I don't know. I mean, uh, I mean, my, I've got, we've got one that we can do. My uh, niece is in a new film is on she? Apple TV. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'll just give you the details next week once yeah. I've watched it. Yeah. So, uh, so there you go. So I was going to ask a question that. then. Totally not. I'm going to ask it now. I'll ask that one later. Okay. Right, so we did watch this. What did you think of 2020's The Devil All The Time? How good was that cast, mate? Yeah, it was good, yeah, yeah. That was a brilliant cast. Well, actually, I think there was some, like, coming of age for me on there. Tom Holland, especially. Who I thought thought was Jamie Bell in the Right, yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah. But um, I thought he sort of, he was a bit of a coming of age. Obviously, Spider-Man. Yeah. uh, And I haven't seen him in much else. No. But I thought, yeah, I thought he'd done a solid performance in... Uh, in I thought he was a standout for me. Right, I thought okay. he stole it just for me. I thought Robert Pattinson was great. Mm-hmm. He's fast becoming one of the go-tos, I think, that I look he's forward really to He's really impressing see. me at the moment. Yeah. Really. I, I know, like, through his whole career, I know he's sort of mentioned to his mum and all of his agents and that, that there's one person he really wants to impress, and that's me. Right. Um, yeah, I'm sure he's mentioned it, and he really is doing that. Right. <laughs> I think he'll be pleased to know. Right. Okay, yeah. that's good. <laughs> that's good. But yeah, no, I thought he was great. Like I say, I thought Tom Holland just 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 nicked it for me. I do like Bill Skarsgård. Always a great performance. Right. Um, but yeah. Jason Clarke's one of my favourites. I thought they could have done more with his character. Right. Okay. Um, I do like Jason Clarke. I thought they could have played him a little bit 
differently, almost similar to his lawless character. Right. Um, I wanted him to be a little bit more psychotic and right. unpredictable. Right. Um, and I just think he missed that slightly killer edge on him. Right. Okay. For me. Okay. All right. No worries. Um, but I do like him. Right. But yeah, I read. I mean, it's depressing as fuck, mate. There's no doubt about it. It's one of the most depressing films I've ever watched. Yeah, I mean, it had. Um, it certainly had some some pretty brutal scenes. Mm. I didn't realise it was an eighteen. I've got no. to be honest. I didn't really have a look at that, and I wasn't expecting it to be like this. Like an intertwined story yeah. film. I hadn't seen anything about it, so it's no. quite a surprise when you mentioned it. So. Yeah, nor did I really. I think I watched the trailer and thought, oh, that's a bit of me. And then as I was watching it, I just looked at the missus, I was like, well, this is fucking cheery, isn't it? But I loved it. I, lo- I loved the style of it. I loved them old Depression-era films, um, sort of just outside the war. And I just thought it looked great, and I thought it was great. Held on to me for the full two hours, 18 minutes. Yeah, was it that long, was it? Yeah. Okay, I didn't really notice mm. that. So I love the setting. And yeah. like, you're right, I do like the films that are certainly set in that, I suppose, era, but also the places that they're set in, yeah. this sort of idea and, and the scenes of, of America at that time. Yeah. I find that quite intriguing. Um, and I thought, for me, the bit that dragged me into it, uh, especially at the start, was the score. Mm. I thought it was it absolutely great? superb, yeah. yeah. Um, I just thought that, that set the scene great. I liked the way that it showed the kids and the way that they sort of came together yeah. and then obviously as they developed afterwards. Not really, is it really a sort of film that I watch? Probably not really. Okay. Um, it started off as more like a little bit of a, I thought it was going to be a little bit of like a love story. Yeah. Um, and I was not thinking, really. what? no, I was thinking yeah. what have I got myself into? And then it takes some very sort of sharp turns away from that yeah i mean it says sinister characters in the synopsis and they ain't fucking joking no, are they? no not at all it's a proper story though isn't it that's what i mean it is a yeah. proper tale it is yeah. and i believe you might have a fact about this but also like semi-narrated tale yeah yeah it was uh, did you like the narration i did yeah um from the author of the book interesting yeah fact. i didn't realize it was a book i mean why would Nor i did realize I until it was after because i said to the missus i really like his voice right i love that i can't think there was another film that had a very similar narration to that with that voice i wonder if it's like the same bloke or something and when right. i heard it i'm trying to think i'll try and think of it as we're going along but then i sort of googled him and i thought oh he ain't done a lot he's only done like two or three films then clicked on author and then yeah he wrote it and i thought that was a really nice little Sort of nod and touch to put in. Yeah. I'd like the audio book read by him. Maybe. Yeah, that would be, be great. Yeah. Oh, I might look for that. I've got Audible. Ooh, yeah, you've got I've done it. Then. I have, haven't I? Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. So Robert Pattinson, as we said, it's fast becoming someone I can watch. Mm. Um, I, thought, I found him quite mesmerising, like Joaquin Phoenix. And I know it seems really weird. I'm not quite sure they've got um, the same sort of distinct look. Yeah. Um, but I've just sort of found since watching Good Time, um, I, I just I, I do like what he's doing at the moment. He's great. I think he's great. I, I th- thought he was. I think the accent. Apparently, I read that all of the cast were supposed to send in like sound bites of the accents they were going to use. Yeah. Uh, Robert Pattinson, whether he refused to or he just didn't send one in. Yeah. So the accent that he gave, which I think's got a little bit of criticism from yeah. some people on the older interweb, but then yeah. again, what can you do? without getting criticised on the internet. Mm. It was the first time anyone had heard it. I think including him, he didn't really practice it. Yeah. Well, I so. didn't expect it. No. When he came out of it, I was like, I thought it was really good, yeah. if I'm honest, because it, it made that character 
between that thing of being likable to the masses, but also you knew there was something underlying and he was a bit slimy. Yeah. And I thought it worked really well. So the film was quite religion heavy. Yes. Which again, I didn't realise going in, but not in a good way. It didn't really portray people of religion in a good way at all, did it? No, or try and sell the idea that it actually works. No, no, I'm much the opposite, yeah. much the opposite. It sort yeah. of debunks, didn't it, a lot yeah. of stuff that, that um, they do so. And I found that quite interesting, yeah, a bit like First Reformed in, in a way. Yeah. Um, that sort of look on, on religion, sort yeah. of a different I mean, it actually um, sparked a reasonably intellectual conversation between me and the missus. All right. Jeez. Yeah, I know. Well, I, mean, I actually sat there afterwards because I was saying, wouldn't it be quite nice to have something like that where you've got that faith no matter what happens? If you feel like you've always got someone there and you've got that faith, because right. I've, I've just not got it. Um, and I just think what we have is what we have. But these people are so devoted and they're so in their lifestyles, they live their lifestyles towards it and they believe they're being looked after. Yeah. And it must be quite comforting to a way. I suppose, yeah. 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 But I then, just, I mean, I suppose, does it not mean that when stuff doesn't go your way, it's twice as hard to take? Potentially. Okay. Potentially, right. yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it was just one of those, these people are open to it, and then you get some people who are almost anti it. Like, he obviously, to a point, he was brought up God-fearing, yeah. and he, he still did pray and do stuff like that, but he also was quite angry towards it because of what happened to his mother. Yeah. And it was, I think it explored it sympathetically, but it didn't shy away from confronting it. Yeah. I mean, I'm actually going to find this quite difficult to talk about. It was really weird. I was sitting there and I thought I was starting to write my notes. And I said to Jill, I don't know if I've had as little to write about a film that I enjoyed as much. Yeah. And it was very difficult because I couldn't quite put, a reason on why I liked it. I think it was just... I mean, I, I've ended up listing all of the, the scenes that I like yeah. on the hope that I can actually discuss those. It's just the way that the film all came together yeah. I liked, yeah. um, rather than sort of Did like, you see that coming? Because I couldn't work out how they was going to bring it together. I think we guessed maybe 15, 20 minutes to go. I think we had actually guessed how they was going to bring all the characters together and what the rough outcome was going to be. Yeah. But up until that point, I couldn't see how they was all going to intermingle. No, I, I didn't, didn't know even know that they going. were going to. I, I honestly didn't. I thought it was like a film about lots of separate incidents. Yeah. I suppose, obviously, you get the inkling when the two kids sort of do end up together. Mm-hmm. And then I think that I started to notice that it was doing it when um, the girl was uh, the, the, with the preacher yeah. um, and Robert Pattinson. But not it's very subtle, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was really subtle. I'd say they were just running these storylines alongside each other. Yeah. And I was probably like you, really, but me and Mrs. stopped when I got a drink, come back, and she was like, I don't know how they're going to bring them together. And he, I was thinking, yeah, you know, you're right, because at the moment there's no real, they're all going parallel to each other. They don't really cross over too much during the film. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you have the links to people, like you have the copper, um, who was Riley Keogh's brother. Yeah. Um, and bits like that. So you knew they was doing it, but how they was going to bring them together for me was, it ended up being quite clever and quite good because they managed to leave it until well late into the film before they even thought about doing it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the bit that impressed me most was that it was a slow burning film, but it moved at a decent pace. But yeah, I never once, but I had the, 
the obviously the issue with Bill and Ted, mm. where I think that should have been a fast moving pace hour and a yeah. half. Bill and Ted felt longer than this. Yeah, but this this was dealt. I think they was brilliant with the patience of doing stuff because they it was all there, mm. um, but it just felt like they had the patience to wait to wait to wait until they needed to do it. And I think that worked really fucking well. Yeah, really well. I mean, we had some pretty brutal scenes in there. Mm. Some quite surprising ones. Yes, a couple really did come out of nowhere, and and the really sad ones. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, we we do do spoilers, so yeah. I, I suppose that we're going to discuss them. So, have you got any standout ones for you? Obviously, I mean, you've got the dog. Yes, I just went to the missus. He's going to shoot that dog. Yeah, I know. That's exactly what I said. He's going to kill went, the dog. No, he's not. And I went, he's going to kill the dog. And then the flash went off, and I understood. It was a weird one because I hated him killing that dog, but I understood his desperation. Yeah, yeah. Because he just wanted to save his wife, and it's that belief. Although I've never really heard of sacrifice being in that religion, if you know what I mean. Personal sacrifice, yes, but not the sacrifice of... We get it in religions of whatever different you might see it in a film about a tribe somewhere or whatever yeah. they sacrifice animals to their gods but i've never really seen it in a film no, like, so it, was, it did come out the blue but i did see it coming as the as he sort of went and got it yeah, yeah it weren't good well like I, said, I don't know whether that was desperation or whether it's just a different branch where they do sacrifice i don't know but then they saved it for later in the film before they showed you that it was actually nailed to yeah. the prayer cross fucking like like the um the GI or whatever yeah, is, like is the, sergeant in the war, yeah, yeah, which obviously screwed him up quite a bit when um, he came back. But that for me just showed off the patience of the film that they didn't need to show that until later. Yeah. Um and they sort of planted that seed and let it grow through the film and then it was out and you're like but I don't want to see a dead dog, don't get me wrong, but I thought the use of it was brilliant. Yeah. I thought they did it really well. Um, I mean obviously if we're gonna discuss the rest of the, the scenes, maybe mm. if you haven't seen the film maybe skip forward five minutes or something because yeah. uh, some of these are obviously going to be p- good plot points yeah. and it's, you don't want to ruin it too much right. so yeah I mean, one of the ones for me was the stabbing in the neck one yeah I mean not so much the actual shock of him stabbing in the neck because I've seen it a, a thousand million times in yeah. all the films that we watch like the horror films or whatever but it was the actual bit about him thinking that he could resurrect her such a powerful scene i thought he's i mean obviously he'd been locked in a cupboard with that spider bite which turned him a bit a bit mad but the fact that he actually thought that he could and he actually thought that he could resurrect her he was that far gone um with his religious beliefs that he thought he'd be able to bring her back by after stabbing her in the neck i didn't see that coming either no it was one of those like they had mentioned previously in the film i think it said her body wouldn't be filmed for another seven or eight years yeah and then it was almost like, I suppose it was sinister, but they sort of picked her up, dropped the kid off. And I imagined him just to murder her because it, it went along those lines. Her body was found. The brother was in the back. He was there and it, it came across a bit sinister. And I suppose it is because he was planning to kill her and then resurrect her. But I just thought he was just going to kill her. The minute where he started actually trying to bring her back and you could see the, it's almost like one of them memes where he goes, this is the moment he realised yeah. he fucked up. Yeah, yeah. And you could actually see it resonate in him and think, ooh, shit. Mm. It was far more shocking than the actual stabbing in the neck. Yeah. For me. Yeah. I was standing there thinking, fuck, that was, that was a good, good, well-written scene. Yeah. The other one that really sort of did get me was when the young girl decided, obviously she was just about to kill herself yeah. and she decided not to and uh, and she unfortunately 
kicked the bucket mm. from underneath her and ended mm. up dying. And obviously from that point, everyone thought she committed suicide, which yeah. is seen as a big sin yeah. um, in it the religion. Quite, it's the funeral scene after. It was quite sad. Wasn't yeah, it? that was quite a deep scene. Just like, for me, just thinking about the fact that everyone thinks that she's uh, eternally damned or whatever, I think, yeah. say, if, if you commit suicide, when it was clearly an accident. Yeah. And she t- sort of had, had talked herself out of it. Very powerful. Yeah, and the fact that they couldn't have the preacher there to say any words, and it was sort of like a... It was just had a weird aura, and I felt that aura through the screen. Yeah. I thought it was really well done. Yeah. Anything else? Any other uh, scenes that you want to mention? The whole thing with the killers was quite uncomfortable. Yeah. It went between PG to really graphic. Yeah. It was almost like then suddenly they got their cocks cut off and stuff. But actually seeing them begging for their lives... And the I mean, I love the fact that Tom Holland ended up being picked up. I guess that just before it happened, right? And I like the way he got the comeuppance through it. But I thought that's—I mean, we're using the word again—but that sinister storyline going through with the two, because I couldn't work out whether she was into it, whether she was just led by him. I think she grew tired of it. I think yeah. it did for me. It did look like she was really interested to start, and then it just wore her down having yeah. to do this all the time but it was i mean it was a really strange weird story to run through but i thought they handled it really well in not being over gratuitous with it all i yeah. mean a lot of the bad stuff you saw was in photographs you didn't actually see it within the scene yeah um and again i think it was patience in putting that point across rather than just trying to shock they sort of lulled you into that bit where it was you knew what was happening yeah. you, you can't be that silly not to know what was happening but they didn't just rely on shock. They yeah. let it. That they planted the seed, let it settle, and then revealed later quite how bad it went. Yeah, and I think that the characters that we had left at the end were, were surprising. I don't yeah. think, obviously, that Riley Keogh's brother, the the policeman, was one that I'd expect <coughs> to have been in the crescendo. No, no, was, I thought it was quite clever actually because it got to the. I mean, thinking back at it now, I think it's obvious, but I didn't realise at the time that the whole story was orbiting really around Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. It could have orbited around any character through mm. that film at one point, but it turns out it ends up that he was a central point. And until it got to the end, you didn't really know what way round it was going to go. I couldn't no. work out because they could have easily killed him off. Yeah, easily because it felt like no one was safe. Um, I mean, weirdly, um, in the Wikipedia part of this, which is where I normally go and grab um, some of the information about mm. the film like the I mean the it's a well trusted source no, media, mate, <laughs> just the stars and that yeah. like, and stuff like that because um, it's all in just like one bit where I can cut and paste it because the iPad's shit it says at the end scene it says Tom Holland gets into a car driven by someone who looks like Charles Manson Oh, really? And I thought that was, I, mean, I, I don't know why someone had written that. I yeah. think everyone looked like Charles Manson, didn't they, in that age? But um, yeah. I just thought it was weird. I didn't know if there was actually anything to do with that or whether it was just someone's looking at it and going, actually, he looks like Mark. Me, sorry. <laughs> Nob. <laughs> no, but it was just... Yeah, uh, but yeah no, I've, that's just fan theory stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty like sure. pick up on stuff, yeah. doesn't it? And I think the biggest thing as well, I was, I know this is, a lot of this is down to the writer. I know they produced a great film about it, but I also love the way that you've got Tom Holland in the end, he's the main character, but the characters are so well shared out. Like it was quite a big cast, but everyone had their Enough time. Enough time, yeah. Yeah, you didn't feel robbed of anyone no. and you didn't feel sick of anyone. You didn't think, fuck me, he's, he's just sort of hogging it. No, not at all. Um, and you could share that sort of main character throughout six, seven, eight of them. Mm. And I thought that was really well done. Mm. Really enjoyed it. Agreed. 
So I haven't got much else to say about that then, mate. Um, no. I don't really want to... Hopefully we haven't ruined it too much for anyone. No. But, um, but yeah, I haven't got much else I mean, to say. If, if you're looking for a film that will reinstate your trust in humanity, yeah. probably don't watch this one. No. Um, if you're looking for one that's just a great film, do it. Yeah, I mean, I would say definitely watch it. Just literally, I mean, you're not able to sort of go to the cinema and all that, no. get Netflix. If this is a quality, Netflix keep turfing out, mate. I'm banging for all the Netflix. Just keep them coming. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. great. Yeah, okay. So you got a score for it, mate? Yeah, I got 87. Have you? Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. You really like that I one, I really then, did. Yeah. Did you? There weren't a lot I didn't like about okay. it. Okay. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got 81. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I enjoyed it. For me, obviously, that's a bit higher so, yeah. uh, than, than, than normal. But, uh, yeah, I really did enjoy it. I would say um, watch it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, maybe not if you're in a bad mood. No. No. But no. <laughs> well, there you go. Have you watched anything else then, mate? Yes, mate. I've, got, I've actually got a list this week. Have you? Um, yeah, I watched a film called Cheap Thrills. Right, okay. Um, someone pays a, like, a couple of mates to dare against each other, basically, well, who yeah, does this. Yeah. It's quite nasty. Yeah. Um, but I got 65 I on that. I think was, I've seen that. Yeah, it was, it was all right. Did he cut fingers off and stuff? Yeah, cut yeah, fingers, yeah. eat the finger. Yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty As grim. Yeah. Um, watch a Gentleman. Right. Um, That's on Prime now, isn't it? It is on Prime now. I would say to everyone, watch it. I've got 88 on yeah, that. Yeah, I still liked right. it. I'm going to watch it again, I think, at the weekend. Um, I watched a film called Honey Boy. Right. I'm not going to give you a score on that. You might find out why in okay. a couple of weeks or so. Right, okay. Badass. Yeah. Um, I've got 72. Have you? Yeah. Okay. Just for the fun factor. Right. Um, Inception I watched last night. Oh, right, yeah. I forgot how good that was. It's great, isn't it? I forgot how good that score. was. Score. The score. It, uh, yeah, it was great. I forgot. Um, I've got 88 on that. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, best of the best two today, mate. You 80. Thought, Solid. 80? Fucking thought, brilliant. Did you say that you said the sequels weren't very good, but you said two's all right? Two's all right. 80? Yeah, it was Jeez. great. I forgot how good <laughs> two not, was. Three, not so good. But um, no, I thought it was good fun. Right. The, Col- the Coliseum is closed. It was great. Right. Nightmare on Elm Street original one today. Right. 85. Right. Okay. I really enjoyed that one. Still holding up? Or? Yes, I think so. Right. Now I'm starting to watch more films and realising things. Keep um, noticing different things. Right. Um, really enjoyed that okay. one. Kingsman. Yeah. Um, Watches a little. We got in bed the other night and I was like, I'm not tired. I'm going to put a film on. That's good fun, isn't they? Yeah, uh, the first one I liked. Yeah, second that one was the, I assume that's the one. That's the only one I've seen. Is right. it the Secret Service where Eggsy meet Eggsy brother? The first one. The first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got eighty two on that. Right. Just brilliant. And then I watched Underworld earlier. Okay. Seventy two. Not watching anything new then. Just churning out all the old, uh, all the old stuff. Comfort you've seen watching. Before. That's what I'm doing. Right. This, this for these couple of days. Right. Okay. I've got a lot of films. That I think oh, I ain't seen that for ages. I'm comfort watching, sitting in my pants. I'm gonna go down the car up in the morning. I'm gonna buy a big bag full of shit. And you you ain't buying eggs or pasta or toilet rolls, mate. You ain't gonna get none. Bit of luck, mate. None of those are on the list. As right. long as they got orange twirls, giant orange chocolate buttons, and cans of coke, I am there. Right. Okay. There you go. So yeah. I haven't really had time to watch a lot, mate. I haven't been able to put the telly on because of the two dogs that we're looking after. I say looking after that we own. And uh, B, I've been working quite quite early in the morning. But I've seen a couple. I've seen Transcendence again. I'm not sure if you've seen that. 
I don't think so, mate, no. No, no, I've got 65 on that. I mean, okay. it's nothing great. It's a bit weird. Men in Black International, it was just on, 32. Is that the shit. one with, like, Chris Pine in, is that? Uh, Helmsworth, Helmsworth, isn't it? Yeah, it's dog shit. Yeah, it don't look good. Yeah, yeah, and obviously Badass that I watched. Yeah. I've got 65 on that. Okay. I thought it was all right. Yeah. yeah I thought it was a good bit of fun. Yeah. Um, but that's all I've watched, mate, unfortunately. Okay. Sorry about that. Oh. Hopefully I'll get some in. Jill's off uh, fr- Friday and Monday. Okay. So that's those couple of days ruined for for my uh, film watching but, uh, but hopefully Tuesday I'll be able to get a few yeah. shit ones in I've planned all mine out so I basically I said to Mrs we'll drop the kids to school tomorrow mm. and then I'm coming back and put in American Honey on right I said you can sit and watch it with me and if you don't want to watch it you can <laughs> keep yourself busy doing something else <laughs> <laughs> didn't go down very well that you maybe Joan Shed could do a yeah. clean yeah. so yeah. It didn't go down very well did it not no <laughs> nor is this going to when Jill is that I just said that she's ruining my Friday and Monday off but uh, she won't listen to it until well later dig her own grave smile <laughs> It's all right. The holiday will be over by the time she listens. <laughs> there you go. Right, okay. Do you want to move on? Yes, mate. This is the next section. This is the section that we like to call... Homework. homework. Okay, this is a section where we give each other films that we love, the other one hasn't seen, on the hope of uncovering hidden gems. What did you give me, mate? I gave you a film that's currently 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a 15, one hour, 50 minutes long bill as a crime horror thriller. With a synopsis of a pair of burglars stumble upon a woman being held captive in a home they intend to rob. Starring David Tennant, Robert Sheehan... Kerry Condon with a $4.6 million gross haven't got a budget on it this was 2018's Bad Samaritan starring your favourite David Tennant <laughs> I mean, I, I, as I said I don't really like David Tennant I haven't really had much uh, much reason to like David Tennant yeah. um, but it reminded me of films like The Net and Enemy of the State okay. which I quite like yeah. I like films where people uh, have got I don't know what it would be, just probably money or power or whatever. Yeah. Fuck other people's shit up. I think yeah. that's quite cool because you don't have a... Uh, it's it's that feeling of hopelessness, isn't it, where your bank account gets deleted and your ID gets deleted yeah. and stuff like that. I liked that, the way that this was going. It sort of just stopped. Yeah. So he sort of like got his mum and dad sacked and that and stuff and then it sort of stopped um with that part so it was a little bit disappointing but um the misfits bloke was it robert sheehan yeah i like him have yeah. you ever watched misfits i don't is it a series or a film yeah yeah mm, series, no, I don't series. Think so. like people it's like a, a lightning storm and they end up right. with superpowers it was actually quite good mm. but I, david Tennant was exactly as i thought uh it was over the top but it didn't annoy me as much as i thought okay i was gonna yeah. i thought he played it very 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 over the top yeah um i'm not sure it needed to be that crazy but i didn't mind his performance yeah. I, there was a couple of scenes or certainly one that i don't like i hate the scenes in films where someone's telling police what's going on <laughs> and they won't listen, and they won't listen <laughs> right because like you know what i mean at least they would do try and do something or they would yeah. go and investigate something but just having a play just not listening yeah. so frustrating yeah hate that sort of writing in films because i think it's so lazy to just be able to write it or police just don't listen to what he's saying so that got a bit uh that got me back up a little bit um it's quite violent 
Yeah, it does. When he it? beats her girl, his girlfriend up and all that, it's quite violent. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was a thingy. And then there was the photo editing bit. I thought they could have done more of that. I don't think they'd done enough with him being the photographer. Yeah. So they brought him in as a photographer, yeah. and sort of put that quite prominent into the start of the film. Yeah. But I don't think they actually did a great deal about it. They used it as a plot point for him and his girlfriend to mm. obviously have an issue. And he did use his editing software once to try and figure out something. But I thought they could have done a little bit more yeah, with that. No, one. you're right, actually. CGI was a bit shit. CGI explosion was like, um, what was it? London has fallen. You've yeah. seen that one. That's yeah. really bad. But yeah, that was pretty poor. And I felt a bit frustrated. This is the other sort of scene that did annoy me a little bit was they didn't really show you how he changed the rooms back so quick. Yeah. Which got yeah. on my tits. Because I know, you know what I mean? You know, you have those things where you go to a room and you open it and then they go back later on. And it's all cleared up. Yeah. But they did this quite often in here and they never really explained how he managed to clean it so quick. And David Tennant's backstory was a little bit crammed in yeah and i don't really understand it something about some horses yeah he, well he, over, he tried to break in a must or they call it a cult don't they yeah um tried to break it in went a little bit hard on it and it died right and that's yeah. what actually turned him into a psychopath who yeah well I, I, by the sound of it he was obviously a psychopath Right, that was yeah. just uh, writing on well, I've the just thought it was shown in a few flashbacks, but I just thought it was just crammed in there for, yeah. for not much of a reason. There was one scene that shit the missus out, though. Was it? Yeah, it was brilliant. It was what? the one when her face just suddenly comes on. She fucking oh, what the jumped. Uh, yeah, that was sort of a little bit like the paint scene in Invisible yes, Man. Yes, that's yeah. exactly what I said to her. I can't wait to sit for you to see Invisible Man, but she shit herself. It was brilliant. And yeah, it sort of got a bit all by numbers towards yeah. the end didn't it so uh, but yeah it seemed I mean they wasted quite a bit of budget I think with all the FBI agents that they had at the end because <laughs> yeah. they didn't really do anything no. they just stood at the car <laughs> talking wandering over the field <laughs> but, but it was all going on and they were just standing at the car like they was where they thought they should be but they weren't looking at anything which was a bit weird and sort of paid sort of 28 extras to uh, to wander around yeah. Um, but yeah it, I mean, it was alright mate yeah. it was it's the sort of film I like it was nothing spectacular alright watch 68 Eight out of a hundred. Take that, mate. Yeah, yeah. Have it with Quite surprising, really, because yeah. I thought it would be like oh, right I down. It was going to be a twenty thirty. No, when quite you like said. Robert Sheen. It was acting quite well. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was all by numbers, as yeah. we say. But it was good, uh, solid film. Yeah, it was quite interesting. So I gave you, mate, a two thousand eighteen film written and directed by Boots Riley, starring Lakeith Stanfield, Tessa Thompson, Jermaine Fowler, Amari Hardwick, Terry Crews. Patton Oswalt, David Cross, Danny Glover, Stephen Yeun and Army Hammer. Running time of 112 minutes, a budget of $3.2 million, taking $18.3 million at the box office, 6.9 on IMDb, 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. With a synopsis of, in an alternate present-day version of Oakland, telemarketer Cassius Green discovers a magical key to professional success, propelling him into a universe of greed. I gave you 2018's Sorry to Bother You. Yes, you did, mate. I did. That was fucking weird, wasn't it? Yeah. Really strange. <laughs> really strange. Yeah. Um, do you know... Do you understand like, the message and all that? I mean, obviously, clearly... The, the, yes, because I'm the, not stupid. No, okay, I'm just um, saying. Yeah, but it was just... You could never expect that. <laughs> to, it, I, I mean, I, I am a fan of a film that just chucks a curveball. I mean, it's not a curveball. You throw the ball and it swizzles around like 20 times before yeah. it comes out. But one where you just don't see it coming... <laughs> So you could never see it coming. I think it's been a criticism of it, a, a, a criticism and 
um, an adoration of it by some people that it is that, that the ending part is so mad. Well, yeah. um, some people say it's completely shouldn't be there. Some people say it's genius. So it's well, very divisive. Put, it's another one I can't work out how they got it made because you go to the people and you go, well, obviously spoilers. So you go to the people. You give them the idea, you go, oh, so-and-so, and so white voice. Go, yeah, I like it. So you go, oh, okay, worry-free. Yeah, no, I like that. That's all sort of works in. Yeah, then they turn people into horses. Come <laughs> <laughs> on. Yeah, yeah we, we're going to call them Equestria Sapiens or something like that. And we turn them into horses and then they come out and, yeah, I ain't giving you <laughs> no money, mate. <laughs> Someone's having a it's, it's almost like they've got uh, three quarters of the way through the film and they've gone, we're going to do it. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I ain't going to stop us now. And they go, you ain't making that. And they go, well, we've already spent three quarters of it. Might as well let us carry on. <laughs> it's just fucking weird. Um, yeah. It was one of those weird, I found it really hard work to get through. Right. And I don't know why. Right. Um, so I liked it, but then I didn't like it. I found it quite frustrating. I mean, it was very much a film with a message. Yeah. So whether or not, it, 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 I suppose... If you're interested in the message, the film it will probably be more... I mean, I'm not overly interested in that message. Yeah. I'm not one that watches a lot of satirical stuff, yeah. satirical or uh, political stuff or anything like that. So I just... I think it's a good film. Yeah. Um, and yeah. something that was worth giving you to see what you yeah. think. Yeah. I mean, the satire is on point Yeah, through it. You just sort of think it's scary... Like they make these satirical points, and you think, "Fuck me, that is really close to reality." Yeah, and they try and make it a bit crazy, but you sort of think, "We ain't far off of that." Yeah, like say the Equisapiens, that moment was just what, what, <laughs> just what? Yeah, just mad. Like I say, I can see a not a lot of people, like as you've mentioned, not liking it. Yeah, I didn't really know how to feel about it myself at certain points. I think I would, if they would have made it more straight down the line you wouldn't have that talking point would you no, of course not. so it does create a point where you go have you seen the film where they turn people into horses <laughs> and it i suppose that makes the message discussed more yeah and it's like that social commentary of what we've got now and what is actually happening and where could we end up i mean the worry free thing quite a powerful use of labor exploitation yeah in showing that off, not actually a bad idea. Mm. It looked horrible, mm. um, but you, I can see. I, I mean, I can see this bloke. Um, I've got Steve Lift, who's like the main character in it. I could see Elon Musk being like him, right? Yeah, just being that crazy to try. I mean, he wants to fly to Mars and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I can see him thinking, "What? So we can turn people into horses? <laughs> Let's fucking do it." Well, you would if you could, wouldn't you? And I, yeah, I, I could see him doing this whole worry-free thing where he gives people house and security for labour. I could see him being that sort of thing to do it. And it's like I say, it's not a million miles off me thinking this could happen, right. excluding the horse thing. Yeah, I thought the headband thing that Cassius was wearing was done really well. Yeah, Didn't take that off. Um, and then it kept bleeding and weeping a little bit. I liked the kick the fuck out of your programme. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> But I did find, for all them light bits, it was quite dark. Yeah. It, it sort of tinged with real darkness in there and these weird moments. I also had a what-the-fuck point when he was with Danny Glover and he's going about a white voice. Yeah, yeah. And I expected him to go, ooh, hello, and stuff like that. And then it came out and I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? So there was just more than one what-the-fuck point. Definitely original. Definitely original. Um, and I, like, so I found it political. 
to start with and then it, I just felt it lost its way in the last quarter. But the first three had a decent message and it just went pff, weird. But I thought Lakeith Stanfield was brilliant. Yeah. Really, really good. Um, Tessa Thompson was great. She is hot. Right. She is hot. But um, I thought she was great. But really, it was a good, strong cast and it was well acted. But maybe just a wayward, bit wayward for some people. I'd say the first three quarters, great. Make your mind up on the last quarter. Okay. Um, but I got seventy two. Have you? Yeah. All oh, right, blimey, it's yeah. above IMDb. Yeah, no, I did get, I did get enjoyment out of it. I did like the look of it. I like the film. I think maybe watch it again, knowing it's going to happen, might decrease it. Yeah. Decrease it. Okay. I don't know. I just see that wow, what the fuck moment. Yeah. They got some balls to do it, and they. Yeah. I mean, definitely. You've taken a pretty normal film and you turn people into horses. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll take that, mate. Yeah. Take that. Well done. So, what have you got for me in your bum bag next week? <laughs> In my currency wallet, I have for you a film that is 8.1 out of 10 on IMGb, rated double A, two hours, one minute, billed as a drama, with a synopsis of a television network cynically exploits a former anchor's ravings and revelations about the news media for its own profits. Starring Faye Dunaway, William Holden, Peter Finch, $3.8 million budget, grossing $24 million. This was 1976's Network. Okay. It's also oh. got someone else really famous in, and he's Robert DeVal. Okay. There Excellent. we are, it's in my right. head. Oh, 1970s film. Yeah. Right, my alley. Yeah. Excellent. Well done, mate. Okay, I'm giving you a 1993 film directed by Dominic Saria, starring Brad Pitt, Juliet Lewis, David Duchovny, and Michelle Forbes. Running time of 117 minutes with a budget of $8.5 million, taking only 2.4 at the box office, 6.7 on IMDb, 59% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a synopsis of a journalist duo go on a tour of serial killer murder sites with two companions, unaware that one of them is a serial killer himself. I'm giving you 1993's California. Are you? With a K. This is so you can get your Blu-ray back that I've had for nearly a year, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you told me about it. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So it's awesome. Uh, it's, all, it's not a typical Brad Pitt performance. One no, of his early ones. I'll say always one I wanted to watch. No idea why I haven't. Okay, no well, idea. But right. thank you. No I'm worries. No worries, mate. So what are we doing next week then, mate? Nothing out at cinema, is there? We're doing a live, mate, from yeah. Netflix. I think it's hashtag alive. Hashtag alive. Yeah, I think it's not to be mistaken with alive. Obviously about the cannibalistic you know, Uruguayan rugby player. Yeah. Hashtag alive. Instead, it's doing. about cannibalistic Korean zombies. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go. Theme. So we're yeah, we're doing another Netflix one. Yeah. So I've heard good things about that. So we're going to do that. Cool. Um, we'll have to re-look at our schedule, won't we? Yes. All this, uh, all this going. Just want to say, everyone, be safe. Yeah. Again, if you are going to wear your mask, don't be a yeah. dick. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, okay, then, mate. Do you want to just reiterate how people can get us on social media? Yes, mate. They can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. Excellent. Yes, they can indeed. So, um, thank you very much, everyone, for joining us for episode 113. Sorry mm. again if we've been a little bit thin. It's quite late. Oh, it's I quite thought late this has been quite a good one. I thought, I thought, yeah, I thought it was gone all right. Did you? Mate. I, yeah. I mean, like I say, I'm, I'm almost half asleep. I want to give myself a solid 54. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. The well, currency wallet was the highlight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, so you got anything else planned this week, mate? I'll just just, just sit in your pants tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. It's got, not a very got, nice visual. 
No, it's I've got to go and do a couple of jobs for my mum Saturday. Right. So you know it's going to turn into a nightmare. Every fucking yeah. well, did I tell you about last week's one? No, I had to go up there. Well, I'm doing a floor pourer. Right. I went up there. I don't know if you all know what this is, but I latex the floor, so right. you mix up some stuff to latex it before yeah. you put some Not flooring down. Yeah. All started pouring out the front of the house because she's got a rotten frame. It was all right. pouring, so I was getting her to cut a tea towel up to plug the gap. <laughs> So typical boys job, job from up there is a brilliant. fucking nightmare. Yeah, typical boys job yeah. from you. Brilliant. Okay. So there you go then, mate. Yeah. Right, so again, everyone, thank you for joining us for episode 113. Yeah, thank you. And we shall see you again soon. Yes. Say goodbye, Mick. Goodbye, Mick. See you later, everybody. See ya. Bye. Bye. Mick, I think that's a joke, and then oh boy, Mick. <laughs> no, the bum bag's the joke. <laughs> anyway, I had a neighbour around in a week, mm. knocked on the door. He was like, You just wallpapered your front room. I was like, Yeah, he was, I'm gonna do mine. How many rolls did you get? I was like, I had to get 13 rolls. I was like, Oh, two days later, fucking banging on the door, he's all angry. He was, I was like, Hello, and he was like, I've got three rolls left over. I was like, Yeah, so did I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, mean, I don't know if it's a joke is it it's, I mean is it, it's like a story I suppose is it, is it observational is it? comedy mate yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh, just post a picture of your bum bag <laughs> really funny absolutely they can get us on Twitter or Instagram <laughs> I've got the giggles over the car <laughs> Uh, Currency on it. It's a bum bag. That was a bum bag. <laughs> <laughs>